too thick of a load. Think of a load? Too thick of a load. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. How's it going, buddy? It was good to see you today for the first time in... Man, when did I see you last? Since March. Mid-March? Was it oh, mid- no, no, no. When you came and when picked, came up, to pick cards up the cards. In the spring? Was it spring when I finally came and grabbed everything? I don't remember. It's all a blur. I think it might have been late summer, midsummer, or something because... Whenever you closed on your house and had time. Yeah, because I didn't want my cards to get all dusty and stuff, so I didn't want yeah. them all out and everything. So once we had carpet, I think, is when I finally came and... That sounds those. right. So late summer. Yeah. And so then uh, oh. fast forward, what, six, seven months later and got to see you at a Taco Bell parking lot to exchange our play mat. And it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I started oh, freezing good. my feet off. So I was kind of glad that we didn't yeah, go to a park cold. like we were planning. Yeah, it it's a little, a little chilly, but but yeah, the, the play mat looks fantastic for sure. And those, the, the kill em tokens that we'll be sending out look fantastic. Yeah, those are so pretty sweet. Very happy. Did with you? Those. Uh, you did a good job. And you got a beer from Job. I don't think you're drinking that tonight, are you? You got. I am drawing, oh, drinking that oh. tonight. Apparently, <laughs> so it's Creature Comforts uh, Brewing Company. This is Athena Berliner Weiss Champagne of the South, and apparently, this is the uh, Avengers Thor beer. You can go back like um, about not... 20 or 30 episodes ago when I drank it. <laughs> yep. And so this, hopefully it still uh, tastes good. It was in my fridge the whole time. Old. I had put like an off limits thing when my dad came over. I was like, you don't drink that beer. You can't drink that one. Oh, Ooh, I yeah, like that one. That one's pretty lot, tasty if I actually. remember right. Gently tart, effervescent ambrosia. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty that's tasty. That's really good. I can see why Thor. And I am in my best Thor get up right now. I, I have an ugly robe on. <laughs> <laughs> my hair and beard are disheveled and very long mm-hmm. i noticed that today and i was like lowry he's looking very uh sasquatchy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i have my thor body going <laughs> from Endgame, so i'm i'm ready to go uh, all i need is aj to make a meme of my head on thor's Endgame body Endgame. and i am good to go <laughs> get Not ready it's one, coming the fat one that's playing video games <laughs> yeah. that's that is that's me. the that's the thor body uh well we have another well hang on really quick episode 153 Wait, have you not seen endgame i've seen endgame seen yeah endgame? i've seen endgame yeah. okay all right uh episode 153 saying it now so we're not in the middle of the episode like we did uh last time with a combo where we uh, kind of uh Got yeah lost. anyways so episode 153 but this special episode lowry what did you do right before we came on the air not not the thing that you did in the bathroom, the other thing. <laughs> um, I completed my dual land, so I ordered a underground sea from Card Kingdom with my credit. Woo! I have yeah, I was I'm pretty pumped about that. Because I had the um I had it they had some there on Card Kingdom and I sent in a batch for credit to get it. And then it was out. And then you were like, shit. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. what do I do? This is what I wanted. I wanted to complete my dual cycle. And then they didn't, they didn't have it anymore. Yeah. And so Adam convinced me to hold off on buying other expensive cards. 
And I've been checking multiple times a day just to see if it'll pop up. And then it popped up right as I was hopping on. And then quick snap by and uh, no buyer's remorse nope. since it's all it's all card credit anyway. So it's like. That's awesome. It's, it's awesome it, when your specs and all yeah. that stuff, when you've turned in things that have got you profit. And that's the thing we kind of talked about a little bit before we even got on here is that, you know, I do a lot of selling on eBay and couple times a year do the buy list stuff been doing a little more frequent as of late in the last month or so uh mm-hmm. but that's how you're mainly turning it that in uh uh card sphere is your other way of kind yeah. of doing that but these big ones are nice because you nailed off another one you got uh what was it mox diamond i got mox diamond as well awesome. yeah so i had, i had sent in last sunday and then wednesday and then everything kind of cleared uh by by saturday and so i had quite a bit in there and so i was like okay i have enough to buy an underground see if it hops on and so i I picked up a mox diamond as well um you know and card kingdom's like good quality is quite good so um that's the lowest quality there that's probably what i'll buy i think i bought good and very good you know, as cheap as you can get it, because I'm just looking to have the card right. proxy. It's just sitting and, in your uh, your your collection. You're not uh, playing with yep. that card. It's all proxies from here forward. So mm-hmm. awesome! That is really freaking sweet news. Because I couldn't afford it back in the day when you bought your <laughs> underground C for how much? Forty two dollars. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy though, because when I bought it for forty two, and I actually talked about it on last week's. Um, proxy time video because I was doing a du- um, a fetch land, so I started talking about that actually with the dual lands and all that stuff. Um, but I bought it at forty two, and I remember it was thinking that I was it was a really expensive card to buy at that price. And then right mm-hmm. after I bought it, I think it doubled or tripled at that point. It I because I do remember it as well. You're like, oh, you should get uh, underground C. And I was like, that's so fucking expensive. He's like, no, I bought it for like 40, 50 bucks. I was like, it's, it was $200 when you were telling me about it a couple months later. I was like, I can't. Afford yeah. That. And then now it's, you fast forward and it's like, damn it. Why didn't I buy it at $200? Yeah. But, yeah. but the good thing well, is, I've is, been working on other things. Yeah, too, but so. exactly. But now looking at this 700 is going to, or what'd you get it at? after taxes it was 775 770 but this isn't like yeah. out of your pocket it's good. more of your your specs and Correct. everything that has gone up so it, yeah. you're gonna look at that and be like man can you remember when it was that cheap in like a couple of years because <laughs> we were talking pre-cast too that uh what you just brought to my attention another card that we are most Wheel of ex- fortune has gone insane it's on a weird spike right now but it's over a thousand bucks <laughs> i doubt that'll be but Man, that's fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So you're like, Ye- actually, our most expensive card in both of our collections is probably Wheel of Fortune. I was like, what? Because <laughs> yeah. it hit, it yeah. hit two two grand, but that was you know we'll, we'll see where it settles. You gotta with these crazy spikes, it's yeah. just insane. And the funny thing is, and I wonder if it's wrong input as well because they there's a judge promo of it that's foil and different art and all that stuff. I can see that getting super mm-hmm. high. So maybe, well, what maybe the, the hard thing wrong? with the the reserve list is, you just need a couple people to buy up the the cards that are on there, and there's not a lot of them. 
and then yeah. then the price jumps to what the last the, the only one that's available and that could be two thousand bucks or a thousand bucks you got to wait till it fills back in if it sits there for a week or two at that price then you're kind of looking at that's the price that it's at you know because people have had time to see oh wheel of fortune is here and oh, another thing to do I is should check sell ebay oh i can't find it or look at yeah. it yeah yeah that's true so uh so what are we doing for our episode today lowry um we believe that most of keldeheim is out and so we're gonna go over a lot of the legends it seems like there's at least 30 of them yeah doing uh commander 99 or garbage garbage Garbage. that fun segment we made for did we do it for commander let yeah we did it (laughs) it was that was the whole episode commander 99 and garbage this one is a Uh, lot shorter with that (laughs) and then we're also going to be doing uh one spec to rule them all for guilds of ravnica this one was a little bit better i'll have to say there was a lot more to this one in fact while i was waiting for lowry killing time i ended up buying more specs (laughs) not even necessarily the specs that we talk about today some of them are but also some of the other ones that are on the list that i kind i I make up a couple cards that i like i like and then whittle it down to one uh unlike last week where really there wasn't much at all i didn't go out and buy those because i already had the specs that we spec'd on and that was all i really wanted to spec on so, uh, and then we got the uh, Stump the Smith Savant. I got three of them for you today. I think these are going to be really easy, to be honest with you. Okay. I think you're going to actually right. get these pretty damn quick. Well, pit fight from last week was, uh, was <laughs> real, real yeah. tough. Dude, I, and I know I said it last week, that's tough, man. I had no Com- help at all. Comments are tough. It is. Oh, yeah. It was. You were, you were no I help. I was no help. I would say I helped a little bit when uh, Combo was doing it, but it was more of. I guess if I was left to myself to guess, I would do it more how I started doing it and be like, was it printed this year? Was it in yeah. this set? You know, yeah. but it, we, I would have missed it still because it was in a commander product, you little tricksy bastard. That's, I mean, we're a commander podcast. I feel oh, like that's that'd a good be point. the first one you would say. Touche. You got me. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't think, do we have anything else you want to talk about? Anything fun that happened this week? Last week? Nothing. It's just, it's weird to have rain in January. Oh, man. That was, that's weird. So it was more right? rain down by you. It was a, oh, it yeah. was a wet snow here. It was, well, it was, it was both. I'd trans- go yeah. back and forth, but we well, got cause I think you're, fucking ice everywhere. You know, you're right in now. the city, the loop, and it's normally a couple degrees warmer than out Is here. Is that what you guys call it outside of the We're outside the, the loop. Now? You're inside the, the, the loop. Okay. Uh, but you you get the couple degree bump from you know pavement and all that stuff where we're out in the country, which really is not that <laughs> we're not really and nobody talks yeah. like that. So. <laughs> but yeah, so it mostly stayed wet snow the whole time, and I would much rather take ten to fifteen inches of snow over uh, two inches of wet snow because the snowblower first of all couldn't handle it, so mm. I had to hand shovel too the whole thick. thing. Too thick of a load. Think of a load? Too thick of oh. a load. <laughs> uh, yeah, too thick of a load. Yep. <laughs> Sounds gross. Yeah, when you it say does. It. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll give you actually a story with it. Uh, so I 
started snow blowing the night before, before it turned to the rain, snow, snow the next day. Mm. And I was getting a jump on it. Cause you know, it was saying we were getting probably three to eight inches of snow. Yeah, there was. And then it turned to wet snow. So it really didn't accumulate to that. So I, I got an early jump on it, but even that the night before it was wet snow and my blower was getting clogged. And what happens is it starts to come out like it's Play-Doh, you know, it just goops out. <laughs> and then if, okay. if you don't get it going fat or get it removed, it just freezes there. So every time, you know, being safe, I was removing the, you know, turning off the auger, pulling the, the snow out, sticking my hand in there, which is a little scary when the whole snowblower is yeah. running, but it's, yeah, it's, it's off. bound up. It can be scary for sure. And so one time, I wasn't going to reach my hand in there because I could see that it was just stuck at the where the, was, the chute was, where it's shooting out the snow. And so I was just going over to grab the snow off of there. So I grabbed it, and then it blasted me in the face, <laughs> like just <laughs> all in the eye, and I just like fell back, and I was like, I couldn't see. I literally couldn't see for about a minute and a half. Like I'm just like uh-huh. looking around. I'm what? trying to see if so anybody what? saw me just get blasted, but luckily it was dark out. <laughs> Yeah, so that was my dumb moment of the... I mean, that's what you get for blowing snow, yeah. so... <laughs> uh, so anyways, all right. Jeez. That's good to know. I've, I've never owned a snowblower, so... Um, I, I, I want to, like, hit the oh, good for you button, but that's, like, a, an anti-oh, good for you moment. <laughs> I've never owned one. Uh, they're nice. They're nice when you... See, the difference is you're, you're, you've been in the city... And your houses are all like sidewalk stuff. So it doesn't really make sense to have a blower. But when you get one of the, uh, you know, the suburb driveways where the driveways are just everything. I mean, when, when I do shovel, I have to do like, you know, a half day's worth, like six, seven different places. You have, yeah, but, places. Yeah. Yeah. But I've deferred that to other people at this point. Nice. So I, I always looked at it as like. I don't get out a whole ton during the winter. So that's your good like exercise moment. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm just fucking fat. <laughs> so that's okay. You got that COVID weight going right now. I got that. No, I'm just new kid weight <laughs> or weight. That's, uh, uh, that's how I feel. Yeah. Tags, tags, tags. All right. <laughs> All right. So you guys can support the show by becoming a patron. A dollar or more gets you into the Discord and also gets you into the Battle Box League, which a little added bonus we are doing, uh, and this will probably be from here on forward. Uh, the top two people at the end of each season or each league. So we're about to end Commander Legends. We just started season three. We're going to end right before Kel- Keldheim comes out. Keldheim. I, I hear everybody say Keldheim, 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 and I'm like, we don't have a consistent, this is what it is, but I would say it's called. I think if you just say it, people. Yeah, people whatever. So the top two will face off against the Smiths, the cousins, and we're actually going to do a recording of that. Uh, so the top two people uh, get in that. There's no really any, not a prize at the end of it. It's just more bragging rights, but we are going to record it. Yeah. Uh, I'll put together a thing for YouTube and we'll throw it up on the YouTubes. So that's a, an yeah. added bonus. Uh, and like I said, we're going to continue to do the uh, league stuff. Things might change a little bit in the next league. Cause we'll probably just have one night a week that is set for league and people can play their games then. Cause we both want to play our other decks that we've made too. And I, I know a lot of other people want to do the same in the discord. So 
Uh, but $5 or more gets you the proxy of the week. Uh, you get to choose each month, which, by the way, next month is going to be pick your proxy month. So that's coming up on uh, that. You can pick any proxy that's ever been made by me, <laughs> not by anybody else, but ever. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then the free way to support the show is go on YouTube. Uh, you can go on there, subscribe. We've been getting a lot of more subscriptions lately because we're getting more consistent with our videos. Uh, I have been trying to put out a proxy time video each week, which coincides with the proxy that comes out that week. So when you see the proxy of the week on Twitter, you can actually see how that process was of that proxy in particular. Uh, and then also we will have some sweet spotlight deck stuff coming up soon by Lowry himself. And you can see how that savant builds his deck. And I don't understand how you can cut cards, make a deck. I don't understand how you can make a deck in like literally hours. It has to be days for me. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it takes time. I know, but, but what I'm telling you is. I'm personally going to be watching your videos just to see how your process is to be like, how does he do like it? A guilt trip. <laughs> oh, a guilt trip for you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a guilt trip for me. To, I'm supposed to watch your proxy time videos. <laughs> what a dick. You weren't watching it. I just assumed you were one of the uh, five people. <laughs> I'm so after last week when I was like, oh, I'm so many behind, I am two months behind on our podcast alone. That's, <laughs> I have not listened to eight. I got through like a third of last week. And then you're just like, so, I can't do it. We're so annoying. This is awful. I, 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 I hate me. It's just, no, I just, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, another video, a couple videos on there. If you guys, uh, a couple, I think about a month ago, I uh, made a couple videos on shipping and stuff like that. I've mentioned it right when I did it, but I keep forgetting to mention that again. But uh, if you're looking how to ship your cards, they're great videos on how to save you money the cheapest possible to send your cards, but then also not shipping your cards incorrectly, if you get what I'm saying, because I've been getting a lot of shitty packaging lately, mm -hmm. and this is just kind of a video for, first off, one of the videos is for basically how to not pack your shit shitty, and then the other two is for different price ranges of shipping. So when I get over... $30 now at this point, when I get to $30 and when I start sending them in bubble mailers, everything under that is the, you know, the 55 cent forever stamp. So two videos on that. They're really short, under 10 minutes each. You guys can check those out on YouTube. Uh, then go to Twitter is proxy of the week curated card MTG. This week was what Lowry? What did we have? We had something with uh, clues. Ongoing investigation. It's just a uh, uncommon from shadows over Anastrod. And uh, number two is the only one that liked it. So. <laughs> it got me thinking because then when I was going through my specs and stuff, I came across what's the one I mentioned to you? The uh, uh, Unsolved Mysteries? Ovenwald Mysteries? Oven <laughs> I, I liked Ovenwald. Unsolved Mysteries Unsol better. I could have. The <laughs> <laughs> you could proxy yeah. that. <laughs> have that, that dude. Have you ever had somebody dude, die on you? I used to watch that. Code? That was my jam for the longest time. I loved Unsolved Mysteries. Until what would you do? Uh, that and uh, do you remember? Was it rescue? Was it rescue nine one one? Or it was all reenactment stuff. Where now, if you watch oh, it, it'd yeah. just be terrible because we all have cell phones, and if you don't have a live shot of it, 
why even put it out there? But that, <laughs> it's just hearsay. Yeah. Probably lying. So I, I used to love that show. Losing but. in court constantly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then let's see what else. Oh, there's the not sharing with Adam, which keeps popping up here and there throughout the oh, week. Sorry. Yep. So yeah, that definitely happened yesterday. Yeah. So that. Um, so yeah, that is <laughs> Twitter. You guys can also direct message us there, or you can email us at Commander Smith at Gmail. All right, tags are done. We should move on to the episode because we are now 20 minutes in, which is a perfect time to get into this. Um, I had your drum roll. Oh, not your drum roll, your applause. So now I got to get this up. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. It still, still gets me. All right. <clears throat> If you guys don't know how this game works, I am going to read the flavor text of a card and Lowry, our Smith savant, who has been known to travel in cars and people quiz him by reading uh, the flavor text of a card and then him naming the card what it is. That's what we're doing here. I'm reading the flavor text. Lowry is going to try to figure out what card it is. Uh, I have three potential cards. If one takes particularly long, we'll just do how many we get to. Last week, we had Lowry do one, I do one, and Combo do one, all of which went horribly wrong. <laughs> Combo basically had one. He had yours <laughs> right away, but he right away said, uh, it can't be windfall. It's, it can't be windfall. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and, what, and I've done that a couple times, and I learned just, if it can't be that, just ask. Just say, yeah. just. Well, because then when he said it, I was like, well, I don't know any of this stuff, so... It can't be windfall, <laughs> even though. <laughs> no. So listening back to it, it's funny because it, like I have read that card as one that I wanted to do, and I kept saying that I was like, I swear I've read this before, but that's how bad I am <laughs> at this game, and this is why you're doing this game and not me. All right, so first card, Lowry. Oh, forgot the points. Every clue I give is minus five points. With Lowry, starts off with a hundred. Every wrong guess, he only can answer or ask questions for yes or no. I can only answer yes or no. Every no I give him is minus 10 points. All right, so here we go. First card is very, very short. I think you're going to get these all really quick, but we'll see. Mm. All right. When nature calls, run. When nature calls, Ace Ventura, run. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, so is this a green card? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it overrun? No. Okay. When nature calls, run. Run. Is there an exclamation point? No, it's at the just end a there? period. So it's when nature just calls, comma. It's funny because the when nature calls is like in italics and then run is just like normal print like the actual text of what the card does mm -hmm. very informative yeah i don't Thank think that helps that. you and actually it when i look at the flavor on scryfall it does the exact same thing so i don't know why i don't know what the the, the point of that is is so this is is it a sorcery no instant no what <laughs> lots of wrong guesses here um, I mean, is it a creature? Yes. Okay. Uh, clue. 
ETB is one of the main factors of this card. Is this Crater Hoof Behemoth? Nope. ETB is a, a what? Is one Major? of the main factors of this card. <clears throat> or feature. Is this from a set? Yes. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Good to know. Is it more... Is it recent compared to time spiral yes our original printing was in well original printing yeah i yeah yep trying to think of the year what about what year do you think time spiral came out like early 2000s right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. so this is after yeah for sure it was like, I want to say 03. Yeah, I think, yeah, because I was at St. Cloud State, which, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so more recent. So, when nature calls, green. run. It's green. Creature. It's a creature. ETB it is, is one of the recent. main features or factors of this card. Would have been nice if it was Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yeah, because you would have got it right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when nature calls, run. Um, I don't... Uh, another clue, please? Being a giant and having trample are minor factors of this card. A giant with trample. Green. It's green. Recent. ETB. <clears throat> A giant. And it's minor to it. That's why I kind of focused on that to say that I, if I, you told me this card and told me, asked me what the creature type was, I wouldn't have known it was a giant. Primeval Titan. There you go. Yeah. Nice. All right. There we go. Did that help Got with it. that clue that I said there or? No, or? no. I just had to get to okay. giant, just kind of like running through giants because yeah. it, it probably did tip me now that you're saying it because I remember like, um, People would talk about like MTGO when you go search for Titan. Yeah. And everybody would type in Titan, not realizing that it's a giant. They're giants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my next so. is going to be also attacking is also a main feature. And then I was going to say Gaia's Cradle is the reason this yeah. card is banned. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, along with Cabal Coffers. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you got two, I like it. Four wrong guesses I got, there. I got two clues. Felt, That's felt not like bad. more. Not bad. All right. Next, next card. Very short here. Some protection re requires a bit of finesse. Some protection requires a bit of finesse. Is this card blue? No. Some protection. Some protection requires a bit of finesse. I think I like it when there's somebody quoted. Yeah, because then you can kind of figure out where it's. Yeah. What. 
what region. Yeah. Um, some protection requires some finesse. I, th- I thought it was some type of counterspell off the top of my head. Um, protection is also in green and white. So is this in white? Yes. Okay. Um, some protection requires some... A bit of finesse. Fina- a bit of finesse. <sighs> Is it an is it an instant? No. Is it an enchantment? Nope. <clears throat> so it's probably a creature. Um, clue. Oh, uh, let's see. What do I want to give you to help you a little bit? We got three guesses there. First printed in Commander 2014, but not used a lot in Commander decks. Surprisingly not used a lot considering it was printed in a commander set. White card. It's some protection requires a bit of finesse. Twenty fourteen. I don't quite remember which one twenty fourteen was. Was that the monocolored ones? Uh it might be. It's the one with the the shield, nah. It's like a thicker one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the original commander had the uh, the command, like <clears throat> almost like a tower going up, where this one's flipped, where the point is going down. Okay. Let me give you an easier one. I, uh, that one doesn't help you as much as I was hoping. That was a, a th- number three clue. No, I mean with it being monocolored, that makes me feel like. Um. Is it containment priest? It is. Good job. Nice. See? Woo! Good job. I was going to do features a woman and a crystal ball like thing because I don't think it's actually a crystal ball. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I would have gotten there with that, though. With yeah. that. Okay. Good job. All right. Last one. Even though we did restart that sounder there, but uh, I like doing the three because it gets me a feel for it. Good job. That was only one. And that, the, the new full art is pretty gorgeous yeah. and foil. Uh, all right. <clears throat> No matter how strong an unarmed fighter is, no more than a fool. Wait, no matter how, <laughs> hang on. No matter how strong an unarmed fighter is, no more than a fool. There we go. Commas and pauses work Jeez. well. So fighting makes me feel like this is like a. Is it a red card? No. Then I want to go. Is this a green card? No. What? The Fuck. <laughs> no matter how strong an unarmed fighter is no more than a fool. Um, clue. This card features two axes made out of stone. Obsidian battle axe? Is that your guess? Yeah. No. <laughs> I think there's only one in that. Um, two axes made out of stone in the art? Mm-hmm. Um, is this a more recent card than Time Spiral? Uh, are you talking about original printing or... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's around the same block. 
I'm trying to think which one came first. Mary made me look it up. But it's around the same time. It's around when we started playing again. Um. So it'd be Mirrodin. Is it Mirrodin block? No. Uh, I don't want to get take a give you a, a wrong guess with it. I have, I'd have to look it up. Let me just keep thinking. Let's see. When did shoot? <laughs> you try not to tell me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So this. That doesn't count, but it does hurt that I don't. I don't get to know this. Uh, I'll take another clue. Um. Do you want like a set clue, like when it was printed recently, or that might help you uh, quite a bit? Uh, although you don't even have an idea where. To, okay, here I'll give what my number two is. Tutoring is the main idea of this card. Stoneforge Mystic. No. Tutoring is the main idea with the card. It's two axes made out of stone. I guess that had swords in it. It's going to try to figure out if I can just call you a liar. That's <laughs> 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 um, tutoring is the card rec uh, recently going way up? No. Right now you can... In fact, I would spec. I have spec on this card because it is at the bottom. Because it has caught a reprint in Double Masters. That isn't a clue that's just in there. About to ask yeah, Double Masters. Double Masters. It is in Double Masters. Uh, white card. Yes. Giant. Yes. Okay. Um. I know what you're talking yep, about. I know. You four four vigilance taps for. Yep. Vigilance is minor. Searches for an uh, equipment. Attach it to itself. No, attach two it to white, a creature you control. Creature. Doesn't even matter if it's uh, it. Two colorless or three colorless, two white. Yeah. SG is the uh, initials. You almost threw me off when you said uh, Stoneforge Mystic. Stoneforge I was like, Mystic. wait. Oh yeah, these two go hand in hand together. What? <laughs> Which one is? Oh, man. No, I definitely have this one. Yeah, this was reprinted. Well, you can the... figure out what the G is because you already said it. Yeah, it's giant. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh... it's not Stone Forge giant. It's Stone Hewer. There you go. There go. Stone Hewer giant. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Good job. <laughs> yeah, good good enough. That's... <laughs> so what helped you in that one? Just uh, the double masters part kind of started triggering it? Yeah. I don't know. Probably had to use all of that. Yeah, my other one the was... tutoring, the axes. The axes probably what triggered it after the double masters. So, yeah, overall, you did pretty decent on that. You got uh, 50 on the first one, 65 on the second, and 50. When I say decent, you've done a lot better. I'm, I'm a little you've, disappointed. You've done better. <laughs> Those weren't... Uh, it was a little I mean, tougher than I you, was thinking. You chose a banned card. That does not count. <laughs> that was one of the clues. At num clue number five was banned. Um, it should have been in the flavor text. <laughs> I just thought because that card... And I was thinking of one of the clues is going to be like... 
I really like playing with this card. Is and this I played the second with it time you've picked a band card? Did you do Paradox Engine? Yeah, I just Engine? did it uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, I did Paradox Engine. Yep. Cheating. I, I should have complained then, too. <laughs> this is a Commander podcast. What the <laughs> hell are you playing that for? <laughs> Uh, all right, we should probably get into... Oh, I do have the opener for it. Remember that? Who am I? Your commander. 99. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to play the X-Men song yeah. after that. Yeah, that's that gets <laughs> every... It gets me pumped. All right, so what we are going to do is go through all the legendary creatures that are available um there might be some more that come out and if they do we will talk about next week when we do our top 10 but what we're going to do is basically go through them and tell you what they do and then decide if they're like the top tier thing is to be a commander the next tier is a 99 card and then just garbage uh there's a lot of good cards in here i'm not sure there was probably one when i was kind of going through it quickly before that i would probably say garbage but we'll see as we get there so Let's jump into it because we have, what, 30-plus cards to talk about here? Yes. So, all right. So I'll start because I know how to say this one. <laughs> Agar, the Freezing Flame. Uh, this is one blue and red for a giant wizard. And this is uncommon. So I, I like that we're getting a lot of these uncommon legendaries because they still are good commanders, in my opinion, with a lot of these uh and this one actually I think could fit in that spot, but it's whenever a creature or planeswalker an opponent controls is dealt excess damage. If a giant wizard or spell you control dealt damage to it this turn, draw a card. So personally, I think this is definitely a commander because you can go tribal with giant and wizard, but this is also talking about your spells. You just need to deal damage to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just needs to deal excess damage. So it just needs to get beyond its toughness and all that. So looking at um, Blasphemous Act, Holy Balls, you're probably drawing a crap ton with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this Blasphemous Act got really good this set, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's quite a few cards that's talking about excess <laughs> it damage. Wasn't, it was only an okay card before this, but now it's a really good card. Really, you'd say only okay? It gets used being... so okay. <laughs> I was like, "What? This is it's like one of the most used red cards for destroying everything." I'm I don't just... use it as much as a lot of people do. I, I don't a know why. Fantastic card. I know it is. I just for some reason don't use it as much. But the, there's a lot of good cards in this that make that even better now. So, uh, but I, I guess my opinion in this is we're at a commander. Yeah, I think so as well. I think wizard tribal 99 it would work as well Mm -hmm. um especially if you're spell slinging but yeah i think build around seems cool enough for me it's definitely not garbage who am i no commander all right uh jump on to the next one and if you want to follow along with us we are just basically going through card kingdom and alphabetically throwing the legendaries so but if you wanted to see it for yourself just jump on there uh Alrond, God of the Cosmos, Haka, Whispering Raven. Uh, the front part of it is, so we got Flip, Gods. Uh, it's three colorless, two blue. Alrond gets plus one, plus one for each card in your hand and each foretold card that you own in exile. If you don't know what foretold is, 
Um, oh, we should have done that before we started this. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, maybe we'll talk about it, but I'm assuming that you're deep into the spoilers anyway, so it's something kind of cool. I like it. Well, let's let's review that really quick before we get done with this card. What are the new things that are in this set? We probably should have done that at the very beginning. I don't remember. Foretell. Uh, during your turn, you may pay two and exile this card from your hand face down. Cast it... L- Cast it on a later turn for its foretell cost. So it is saying that you can. I never caught that until right now. So you can't cast it that uh, turn. That turn, you have to wait till another turn. Yep. Uh, and, and then and you boast. Gotta follow restrictions. So one. if it's like an artifact, it has to be on your turn. Yeah. Or sorcery. So boast is when a creature is attacking. You can pay the boast cost for whatever its ability is, but that creature has to be attacking and then you can only do it once uh that turn for, i don't know if it needs attack. to be attacking it just has to have attacked yeah Activate this creature this attacked only this, this cre- attack okay yeah so but it, it can be attacking and yeah. then doing the, yeah. the, the and trigger. it seems like most of it you want to be doing during your attack like when you're in the middle of attacking that's yeah. what it kind of seems like uh, i think those t- are the two main things in this set uh as I guess we haven't really talked about the set besides it being it, snow is in it. Obviously, I mean it's mm-hmm. been kind of going for the last two snow weeks duels. here. Snow duels, snow everything. So that should f- cover. We get snow Play-Doh from a snow plow blower, snow blower. <laughs> it, it all fits. All right, back to all runs. So he gets one plus one for each, what was it, each card each in your hand. card in your and hand each. and each foretold card you own in exile. At the beginning of your end step, choose a card type, then reveal the top two cards of your library. Put all cards of the chosen type into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. That seems a bit much. Yeah. Um, and and also the- we should say with the foretold stuff, it's an exiled card that no one else can look at but you. So it's okay. not like an exile that everybody can see what you have coming. That's a bummer. I feel like they should. So it's like exiled morph. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of. Uh, and then this is a flip god. So the backside is Haka, Whispering Raven, which is colorless and a blue. It is a bird flying. Whenever Haka uh, deals combat damage to a player, return return it to its owner's hand, then scry two. And it's a two, three. So okay. the backsides just to get it down early. Yeah. So, and, I mean, and well, how this all works too is we have these flip cards. It's like uh, Zendikar Rising, where you're choosing which side you're casting yeah. as you cast the card. It I mean, isn't, let's let's be honest. A two three flyer for two is not bad. Right. And it deals combat damage. Return it to his hand and scry. That's not bad at all. That's definitely. A good card. No, I was going to say it would be in Eureka, but it's not doing the damage because the Eureka is getting through, so that doesn't help there. Well, uh, let's let's no, talk yeah, about the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would totally work. Cause no, no, no. What? No, no, no. But, oh, but you I'm wouldn't be is, able to scry it. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, what, Let's get to the commander part of it. So it gets one plus one for each card in your hand and each one in uh, foretold exile. And at the beginning of your turn, end step you get to reveal two cards and name a type and then get to draw. So I guess I could see this as a commander, but would you want to play it as your commander? 
I don't know. Like if, if you're just extreme card advantage, which is cool, all by I like that. So then um, it's more of a Voltron. You're killing people with how big he is, kind of thing, or. But like how you you need to have some pretty good manipulation for the top to put one or two cards into your hand. Like you need to know what's coming. Yeah. Um. So you know that that probably puts um makes sensei's top a little bit better it was only an okay card before this then now it's better <laughs> yeah now it's better <laughs> uh, or scroll rack uh, setting scroll, up there yeah. your stuff yeah scroll I, rack is much better now <laughs> I, I know the running joke for this episode so <laughs> um so i definitely don't think it's garbage I don't even know where I put it though. Like, I guess the only spot I would put it is commander. Cause would you put it as a 99? 99. If I have, have like a foretell a... deck, like that could be kind of cool. Like having foretell, but being a monocolored makes it not like foretells in a, a couple colors, right? Yeah. So blue, white, probably, I don't know. Red. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know where I put this one. I, I want to say it's a commander. I don't want to say it's a 99 because you're, you're most likely. So would you, have you ever played over being of myth, which no. is uh green, blue hybrid five times. It is power toughness of your hand size and oh, yeah, you get I know to draw an extra yeah. card. So like those those kind of cards. So like psychosis crawlers, kind of similar, you know. So uh, yeah, I guess this one for me, I guess would maybe fit more in the or chasm skulker. You know, like they're they're all kind of different, but it's like. I guess I'm. I guess I'll, I'll lean towards ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to play this one as my yeah. commander. It just didn't seem like very fun. It's just drawing cards and. Yeah. Yeah. Having your other your deck, what's what's the theme of the deck? Just drawing <laughs> like similar cards, Boring. so you're putting all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do. Right, I so, do like the backside though, the hacka, yeah. where where you're able to like it comes back to your hand, and then you can pay five and put down the god. That's kind of. Cool. I'll tell you what. This will go in the Sphinx Scrying deck. Are you building that officially? I don't know. It, it might be kind of brutal with Thrasios and all that fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> But yeah, so I think uh, pounds, but a bitch ain't one. is probably the best spot for that one. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arnie, a broken brow, uh, two and a red for a human berserker. It has it's a three three with haste, and it has boast. Here's the thing we were talking about. You can tap one. You may change Arnie broken brow's base power to plus one, the greatest power among cre- other creatures you control until end of turn. Uh, I don't like this one very much. No, this kind of seems boring to me. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like it as a commander. Because that's where I'll start. Ye- Hum- yeah, I don't. Human berserker in a human berserker tribal deck. Human or, or a berserker deck. I mean, where does yeah, it fit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking that it's kind of similar to those cards that switch the power and toughness. Yeah. But there isn't really a deck like that either. There's like like one seven spore from Rise of Eldrazi. It's like if you cast a instant or sorcery, turn it into a seven one, and, and so like maybe that's 
the deck that you put it in, but it has to be so like red blue to. But have you have to have choice. something that's in play that already has the big power. Yeah, that, but what I, you can you can do it any time during, you know. So you can attack with a one seven, and Arnie. Oh, yeah, I see. Wait until it's they bad. don't block. Yeah. yeah, I I also think it's this bad. one might be garbage. It's, it's probably yeah. All right, Rough moving garbage. on. All right. All right. This one was the didn't it get spoiled today? Yes. Isn't this? this yeah. One's okay. New, go for, ahead. new to us. Yeah. Uh, Burgi, god of storytelling. Backside is Harnfell, horn of bounty. Harnfell. Uh, huh? Harnfell? Harnfell. Yeah. Harnf- Harnfell. Uh, so did you say horny of bounty? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I hope not. <laughs> uh, two colorless and a red for the front side. Whenever you cast a spell, add red until end of turn you don't lose that mana uh, and then creatures you control can boast twice during each That's of your turns sweet. rather than once so the the well and then i, I like guess the backside. The, the backside so backside is four colorless and a red for a legendary artifact discard a card exile the top two cards of your library you may play those cards this turn i that's that's pretty sweet that seems right right yeah right yeah um, so for me, I guess I would like this in the 99 best because I want to use both sides of that. You know, like I mm-hmm. want to be able to have a choice of what situation I'm in. That front side is pretty sweet being able to cast spells and get a red mono back. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't leave until the end of your turn. Uh, and then whatever the boasting is fine but <laughs> yeah yeah that that part doesn't uh, matter but being, i think I'm it helps more, in storm yeah. decks yeah where it's like i'm gonna play this one ritual which will add another red uh until in a turn you don't lose that mana so that mana doesn't leave but um it still seems really cool just adding that one red mana to storm spells um, well you got that right though until end of turn, you're you don't lose mana. No, oh, this, this mana. mana. Yeah, yeah, it does say this. Dang it! I was like, oh, you got it. You can do any mana, but still, it. I like that. And then the backside of it being able to play the backside, discard mm-hmm. a card. Hey, I don't need this extra land that I have. Let's draw two cards, and I can play those cards this and turn. And then I will it, play this land in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I think. Uh, not so much a commander. I can see it being a commander, but I think this fits the best as a 99, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. All right. So Jesus. <laughs> what going through all the, no, this one's this one. Silly. Cause a me. Cosima. 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 Okay. I, I like your, your way of saying it. Cosima. God of the voyage. Uh, the backside is the Omen keel. Omen keel. Omen keel. Oh, yeah. I guess it is an omen keel. Let's sound it out, Adam. Kid can't even read. Two and a blue for a legendary creature god. Oh, that we should mention that before. The Did you say that other one was a god? She's a god. Oh, I might so have So she's that. our red god, and now this is our blue god. Um, it has, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may exile Cosima. If you do, it gains whenever a land enters the bat- battlefield under your control. If Cosima is exiled, you may put a Voyager counter on it. If you don't, return it to the battlefield with X-1-1 counters on it and draw X cards where X is the number of Voyager counters on it. That's kind of cool. It's just like sending it on a voyage, I using don't. what the actual name of what it's doing. I don't know. 
The backside of it is a legendary artifact vehicle for a colorless and a blue. Whenever a vehicle you control deals damage to a player, that player exiles that many cards from the top of their library. You may play lands from among those cards for as long as they remain exiled. Crew one. And what is its... I didn't look at that. What is its crew? Yeah, I don't see it either. Flip is a 3-3. Yeah. I um, like I wouldn't mind putting this into my Glen deck. Yeah. So I think also ninety nine in this this case. I don't see this being by itself. I don't know if I like the vehicle part of that either. Whenever a vehicle you control deals combat damage to a player, that player exiles that many cards from the top of their library. You may play lands from among those cards as long. Oh, just lands? You may play lands. Okay. Okay. I don't know about that either. Do we want this one even as a... No, no. I think it's interesting. I think the front side's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 99. All right. Next one. Okay. This is the one I really... I like this one a lot. But go ahead. Egon, God of Death. And backside is Throne of Death. Two colorless and a black... Uh, it is a god. It has death touch. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile two cards from your graveyard. If you can't, sacrifice Egon and draw a card. It is a 6-6 six, six for three with death touch. And then you just got to exile the two. So that's that's a huge creature. Yeah. Um, and then the backside is Throne of Death, which is one black. Uh, it is an artifact. At the beginning of your upkeep, mill a card. And then you can pay two colorless and a black, tap it. Exile a creature card from your graveyard, and you get to draw a card. So I think that this could be a okay commander in a, the, okay. the right deck. And here, here's what I was thinking is that you play this guy early, and it's a three-drop that you sacri- can't sacrifice or get rid of two cards from your graveyard, so you sacrifice it and draw a card. Then if you're playing a recursion deck... Maybe you bring it back from, let it go to your graveyard and bring it back and cast it for the other side of it. Is that too much work? Probably. <laughs> but then now that I'm like, when you're going through it right now, that was just my first glance at it. The tapping three and exiling a card from your graveyard to just draw a card. Maybe I have convinced myself to go back and make it a 99 instead of a commander. I just thought it would have been interesting if there was more draw because i think in my head i was thinking you drew two cards when he got sacrificed Mm. but it's only one and i was like now i'm like "Mm, never mind my whole theory on this card is kind of out the window Uh now okay okay yeah i mean it's a big beater with uh you hope that nobody's playing rest in peace yeah or like graveyard hate but if they did that, then it just goes in your command zone. And that's what I was going to say is you could cast it for the other side for a while, draw cards, do whatever. And then if somebody kills that, then you put it in your command zone and come out mid game and you're able to sacrifice two cards and you have a six, six with death touch. I don't know. I feel like that might be a little too much of flipping back and forth and really inc- inconsistent. But I think my thought was that the first part was drawing two cards when he got sacrificed. Mm. The drawing mm. a card for that. Two cards off of three mana, pretty good. Two, one card for three, uh, not so much. 
So maybe a 99 more. Yeah. I, I don't think, think it's, it's garbage. A, I think it's a I don't good think theater. It's yeah. You know, um, and the downside mid to late game is fine. So that's that, that's that balance. That's kind of like, you, you don't really want to be playing the creature side early. Yeah. Um, Unless you, unless you just want to draw a card. And then, so it, it comes down later, but then it's not, you know, then why have it be a 6-6 six, six death touch for three? Like, Yeah. So I don't know. It's a cool card for sure. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. All right. Uh, I really love the art of this one. Um, let's see. Issaca? Issaca? Sure. God of the tree, and the other side is the prismatic bridge. This is our green god. It is two green and one colorless for a 1-4. Uh, it has vigilance, taps for any color mana, and then other legendary creatures you control have vigilance and tap to add one color of or any color of mana. The back side, the prismatic bridge, is white, blue, black, red, green, uh, legendary enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature or a planeswalker card put that card on the battlefield and the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order crazy the beginning of your upkeep love it yeah that seems really the, cool this one so a five color commander but really it's just green well yeah I think the interesting thing about these gods are like the flip part of them being like legendary. Like you can play one side and then if you get the second one, you can play the other side. Mm -hmm. And, and so they are essentially like working as two cards, not so much in commander. Um, but I mean, turning all your legends to be able to like tap for any color, giving them vigilance in that regard, so, yeah, I would choose this as uh, my commander if I'm going to build with it. Five colors and cheating creatures or planeswalkers out and a five-color deck seems cool. Yeah, so you'd be legendary creatures? Would you? Well, how would you build that deck then? I guess the flip side, would you ever cast the front side of it? Yes, I would do that too. Um. But I mean, not as frequently. I, I'd be building around the prismatic bridge part. Gotcha. You know, set up tutors and just Sensei's top, which is getting better in this set. The uh, so yeah, that's probably how I would build it. I don't this you know in a ninety nine like it can be in, but five color decks are. Kind of want this is a uh, a behind the curtain moment because up until this card, Adam thought that all the cards that were gods and had the flips that you could only cast the one side when they're command zone, and we discussed on this and figured out that oh, Adam was wrong, and I was <laughs> looking at all these cards completely wrong. The fact that you can cast it makes this very interesting. I guess I wanted to have more of a discussion on that. Is now we're having it so that we're having dual face cards for your commander, which is kind of sweet. It's giving you a lot of options. It kind of makes me look at the other cards that we already talked about in a different light. Cause it's giving you the, cause that's why I liked the black one so much. Originally the mm -hmm. other God that we just talked about 
is because I was like, oh, you have a chance to sack it and be able to use the other side if you want, if you have recursion. Now knowing that you can do this at any time, <laughs> it makes all of these so much better. So yeah, this one is a pretty sweet uh, commander uh, for Wooberg, which it could go in any. I mean, it could be. Would this be a top Wooberg commander? Yeah, I think I think it fits in a lot of Wooberg commanders because it just like smooths out mana for three. Like yeah. it's a, it's probably you know it's a bad chromantic lantern. But with an upside of cheating stuff out if you if you can and want to. Does this take the the cake for the new Planeswalker Wooberg commander? Now we actually can take out Atraxa. Not necessarily. Atraxa is still really good. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But Atraxa's the problem with Atraxa, <laughs> the problem with Atraxa is did not have red. You could not cast your red Planeswalkers. This gives you the ability that if you cast the Wooberg cost. You're going to hit a planes. If you're just playing an all planeswalker deck, you're going to hit a planeswalker on the beginning of your upkeep every single turn because you're going to reveal cards until you hit it. So I don't know. This could be a, could be the new planeswalker commander. It could be Maybe. part of it. Yeah. I'll say with this one too, I dig the regular pack art over the showcase art. Some of these are, I like the showcase stuff, but this one. The regular pack. I love the color. In yeah, that one. the they they have some of the arts with like the Aurora Borealis style. Yeah, looks you know, so like awesome. Looks some awesome. of those lands. Oh. That, that and foil is going to look fantastic. Yep, yep. Yep. Hopefully they're not fucking so Curvy. curved. <laughs> Jesus, Commander, Commander Legends. Legends. <laughs> what the fuck did you do? Uh, all right. The the next one I believe is on you. All right, Virgia. <laughs> judge of valor it's two colorless white black black it is a flying lifelink angel uh for two, and it's a two four whenever you cast your second spell each turn look at the top three cards of your library uh put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard i think that's really cool really interesting yep um, i think a commander yeah i think it's definitely yeah, a good commander like a graveyard yep where you can play from both ends and because being able to you're you know, looking at top three, put one in your hand, two in the graveyard is good. That's a, that's and a it's card. a each turn. So you can do it on other people's turn True. too. So you gotta, yeah. Yeah. You gotta keep that up somehow, but yeah, it's right. a good card. Who am I? No commander. All right. Finn, the Fang bearer. Uh, Oh, this is yeah. the one that I, yeah. <laughs> this is the one you didn't realize was a legendary creature when we were on discord. But yeah, this one is, uh, bringing some poison back into what? the realm of magic. Uh, it's only a two drop for a human warrior. We're out of our gods now. Oh, and I forgot to play the, uh, Lord commander for that first one, the Wooberg one, but we chose that. I think, uh, anyways, this has, is a one, three death touch. But whenever a creature you control with death touch deals combat damage to a player, that player gets two, two, two poison counters. Uh, I like, I like it. This. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I, I like this better than what we know poison as now. It takes out black, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I, you know, I honestly think this goes, this is a finisher in a death touch style deck, which isn't really a thing right now, but yet, <laughs> but, um, 
I'm the deck that I'm going to build with. I might have a death touch sub theme in it. So this would be in the where are you going to see this more? Is this going to fit probably more in the 99? Yeah, I think so. You're only going to have one build for death touch and it's like this is your death touch poison counter deck. <laughs> that's pretty much the only angle that that's going to go, you know. There's not much there's not going to be a lot of you have that sweet snake that whenever you death touch creatures deal damage, you draw cards and all that. That's fun not stuff. even death touch. It's just if they deal damage. Is it? I thought it doesn't it have death touch. It then? does. Maybe that's yeah, what it it's is. Oran okay. Frostfang from Commander. Yeah, that's what it is. So pff, that fits in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, I guess what's our spot. Where is our spot? This definitely can be a commander, but I think it's most likely you're going to see this as the 99, right? I think it's a tough spot. Like you're saying, like not a lot. It, of death touch decks running around like i have mm-hmm. kethis the you know my mardu assassin guy um that's a death touch deck but it's not green and that's the interesting thing is it doesn't matter how much damage it's doing yep so it's only two so it could be a 10 three you're only getting two poison counters yep but it's still dealing damage Right. That's what I was just about to say. It's dealing damage and they're getting poison counters. So that's pretty interesting in that aspect because if you don't get somebody in poison counters, you could still get them in the damage part. Um, where do we put this? Where do we put this? alluding to something in the future. (laughs) Um, Where do we put this? I'll let you, I'll let you pick. I, I think I'm not really interested in building with it in the, as a commander. I don't know if there's enough, death touch mono green creatures without adding black in um 99 pounds yeah. but a bitch ain't I don't I don't dislike the card you know No, oh, I think it's it's pretty interesting so cuz I think you know it deals two on its own giving it death or double strike is four poison counters right yeah yeah so yeah that's a good point uh all right next card herald king of skemfar it is uh, colorless black and a green. It's a 3-2 legend elf warrior. Clearly a legend. Um, it has menace. And then when Harold enters the battlefield, look at the top five cards of your library. and You may reveal an elf warrior. Or Tivar? Card from among them. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Is that one of the planeswalkers? <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe we aren't on those right now. Might be. <laughs> oh, that must be the green one. Elf Maybe that's what it is. Tavar. I was looking for like Tivar creature types. <laughs> but that makes sense if the it's hell a hell is a Tavar. <laughs> is it a new sliver? I don't know. <laughs> uh, put it in your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order. Um, Elf deck, elf tribal, yeah. uh, I guess warrior tribal a little bit, but more so I think elf, it fits in there perfectly. I don't necessarily think you want it as your commander maybe, but I could see it being a yeah, commander. Yeah, I think this is more... I think it's 99. Yeah. Yeah. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. All right. Uh, Inga, Ruin Eyes. Uh, this is one blue, three colors for a human wizard. Uh, and it has 3-3. Three, three. When it enters the battlefield, scry 3. When it dies, draw 3. three or, sorry. When it dies, draw 3 cards if 3 or more creatures died this turn. So only if 
there's a board wipe. Then you get to draw three. And they put it in blue, so you're not really going to have those board wipes? Yeah. So uh, this definitely, I don't think it's a commander, but I think it's a 99. I think it's Agreed. a scrying three. Fits in a wizard deck. Fits in the scrying sphinx deck. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely, I think 99. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. All right, our next next one, God, Jorn, who's God of Winter. Backside is Calring, the Rhyme Staff, Caldring, the Rhyme Staff. All right, front side, two colorless green God three three. Whenever Jorn attacks, untap each snow permanent you control. Which I think you should note that it's a legendary snow creature Ooh, God. So it gets to untap itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I this is the one that I think I want to build with. Um, because this is a three color. It is three color. The backside and the backside is uh, snow artifact, colorless black blue. Tap. You may play target snow permanent card from your graveyard this turn. If you do, it enters the battlefield tapped. So it reanimates and it's untapping, and I like both of those things. Um, maybe have a little bit of competition with Maldrotha and or. You know, they they may work in one another's deck, you mm-hmm. know, if you go Snow Theme and a Moldrotha. So the, the question ends up being, like, is there enough snow stuff that I would want to reanimate, you know? Yeah, that's um, a good point. But the untapping part seems really cool. But again, is there enough snow permanence that I want to untap as well? Well, you're for sure playing with all the snow-covered lands at this yeah, point. Yeah, so cause... untapping all your lands seems very cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's bear bear umbra on your commander. So I, yeah. I I think it seems cool and you can you can definitely get a I ton think of the, land there. I think it only is a commander. I don't think you really put this in a ninety nine because you're first off playing three colors and then it has to fit kind of with the snow stuff snow stuff. So if you're not playing I mean you gotta fit with the theme, I guess. Yeah. But like I said, if you put Snowlands in Moldrotha, like having a three three for three that untaps them all when it attacks isn't bad. Yeah, it's tough though. It's better that to have other things that just do it automatically. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> at the end of your turn. Is it you know, there's just there's other stuff, but I, I, I like the idea of it being a commander and building the deck around so we'll we'll that. see we'll see where it goes. I I think it can be kind of fun. So I are you lean in commander then? Yeah, I'm gonna try and go. Who commander. am I? Okay. Go commander. Uh, card, right? Carter. Carter. <laughs> Carter. Doom scourge. Two black and a red for a demon berserker. It's a four three. Uh, when it enters the battlefield until your next turn, creatures your opponents control attack each combat if able and attack a player other than you if able whenever an attacking creature dies each opponent loses one life and you gain one life interesting i don't like that it's only when it enters the battlefield i don't like that it looks like a minotaur and is not a minotaur minotaur yeah (laughs) i think didn't you bring that up on the discord no i think that was i want to say that was ted or zero or something holy shit it's not a minotaur it's a demon uh, berserker (laughs) And it has horns like a minotaur and a tail like a minotaur and two two weapons in its hand. It's a fucking minotaur. Somebody switched <laughs> the 
yeah. Just keep on looking at it. No, this is, this is definitely a Minotaur. They just switched the creature type at the last Well, the second. demon part is where it, how it has the horns. You know, it's it's a demon. So, And actually, if you look at the showcase art, it looks even more like a Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, all right. So I don't... I definitely don't want this as a commander. It doesn't seem no. very fun. Because it's only when it enters the battlefield. Yeah. So it does it once. You need it to die or flicker or do something. Um, even as a 99. A 99 could be interesting. Well, it's goading. It's making everybody attack each. Yeah, it's going to make every Goading in a... Because goading, if you are the only... you would, Two players, they have to attack yeah. you. Yeah. So this... Yeah, it's goading. Without the keyword. Um, so I guess 99, 99 kind of fits. They could have they could have cut out a lot of words and just said and just said when goading. it enters the battlefield it goads your opponent's creatures. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever an attacking creature dies, each opponent loses one life. You know, that, that cut yeah. out one of those paragraphs almost. Yep, it would be a much. But as number two, I saw I him test you arguing. He was like, "It's not an evergreen keyword, so it's not going to be goad." Same thing with landfall. It's not an evergreen. Just call it. We we just just call it the keyword. I did hear Gavin talking this week that he was. They're bringing goading back as a f- like a main feature in sets to come here. Not just like yeah. one to one or two or three or four cards. It's going to be like a main hmm. main feature, kind of how they did Monarch with uh, Commander Legends. Okay, they're going to kind of do something similar with that. But anyways, that's another thing. Uh, Ninety nine. Yeah. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. All right, let's uh, move fast. Uh, Cole, the Forge Master. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, if it was enchanted or equipped, return it to its owner's hand. Creature tokens you control that are enchanted or equipped get plus one, plus one. It's a 2-2 two, two dwarf for red-white. And 99. 99. Yeah. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. Cole Vori, God of Kinship. And backside is the Ringheart Crest. Front side, two and a two green for a legendary god. Uh, as long as you control three or more legendary creatures, it gets four plus two. And it is a two four. So I did say that. So it'll be a six six and vigilance. Forgot about that. Tap a green and a colorless. Tap it. Look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a legendary creature card from among them. Put it in your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your library. In a random order. Backside is one and a green for a legendary artifact. As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Tap, add a green. Spend this mana only to cast a creature spell of the chosen type or a legendary creature spell. I guess. Backside's like bad, right? Yeah, I guess commander, but not even that Front good. Frontside's kind of cool. Like that's digging pretty deep to put a like get a creature a legendary creature yeah. and turning it into a six six it counts itself I, for the three so as long as you control three or more legendary creatures so it counts itself which is kind of cool so you just need two others as the picture commander um ugh. Ugh. i'd almost say 99 maybe more yeah. so it's not bad again it's yeah. not i wish we had like a fourth option yeah. <laughs> Legendary 99. How about I like kind of like I mixed the I miss, two. Yeah. It's all 99 right. muff garbage. All right. All right, next one. Oh, I like this guy. Coma Crazy. Cosmos Serpent. There's a 6/6 six, six legend. Uh 
It is three colorless green, green, blue, blue. This spell can't be countered at the beginning of each Woo-hoo! upkeep. Create a 3-3 three, three blue serpent creature token named Coma's Coil. Sacrifice another serpent. Choose one. Tap target permanent. Its activated abilities can't be activated uh, this turn. Or uh, Coma gains indestructible until end of turn. Oh, I just realized that it was everybody's upkeep, not just your upkeep. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yes, you're right. I did not realize that either. Ridiculous. This is a stupid, awesome card. <laughs> it's a really, really like, cool card. Oh, it's just you're getting another. You're getting bodies on the board that can be sacrificed at any point to either keep it on the board, indestructible, or shut down a permanent it's not even a creature it's shut down target permanent it's activated abilities can't be activated that's crazy it's not even stopping like you can do mana abilities shut that down mm-hmm. too yeah that, that is a that's a really cool card i don't think you play it as a commander i think it just goes in all green blue decks I, or not all but you know <laughs> it goes in no nah, i didn't mean all but you know it goes in green blue decks i don't think you want to I, I almost this, just switched over to this as my com- a commander? As a commander to build with. Yeah. That God, seems really you're, cool. You're a dick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it can't be countered. No. So number one, yay. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it protects itself <laughs> if you can make it past yay. that turn. Um, and then being able to like, it's, it's token, it's serpents. It's, so it's, I think it's kind of interesting and cool. Um, because what's the synergy? Uh, let's not get into depth with it. Okay, commander. Who am I? Ninety-nine. No commander. I was gonna say, what would you build like around? Would you do a serpent type deck, or would know. you do? I haven't seen serpents. What? Because yeah. serpents, snakes, and nagas are all different. Not gonna work yeah. here anymore. That's why they need. They're all just serpents or snakes or nagas. I don't know. Whatever. Speaking of Ma- Nagas, how about Magda? No, it's Magda. Mm-hmm. Brazen Outlaw. One and a red. This is the one I'm most excited for, and I'm going to build a deck with this one. I am calling it here. <laughs> Two, one, Dwarf Berserker. Other dwarves you control get one plus oh. Uh, whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token. You can sacrifice five treasures, search your library for an artifact or a dragon card, so it's not even an artifact creature. It's an artifact. Yeah. Put that card onto the battlefield, and then shuffle your library. So this card's for sure commander. Uh, the cool thing that I'm excited about is doing the uh, vehicles with this. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but can't I tap as many dwarves as I want to ve- uh, you know, make the vehicle turn into or, or crew the vehicle? Oh. Because you can overpay for it. Yeah, you can so, overpay. It doesn't have to be exact. So I'm pretty sure, and number two can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think you can tap as many dwarves as you want for just one vehicle. Even if it's crew one, I can tap all the ones that I want to crew it. Okay. And I could keep crewing it, I'm pretty sure, even after it's a vehicle, right? Or maybe in that initial, whatever. The initial thought is... Tap getting all these little dinky dwarves out or whatever. And the thing is, is this is going to be a a dick deck because land destruction. There's well, because yeah, it's dwarves that destroy land. That's what they do. So, but I I think I'm going to more so, and it goes into my 
my favorite thing into dragons. And then as I was reading the card, I always was thinking it was artifact creatures, but just artifacts in general. Mm-hmm. This 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 card is kind of crazy. Really wish it wasn't just mono red because I'm sick of making mono red <laughs> decks. <laughs> I guess I guess you're gonna do Blood Moon again. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> I, I I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think really it's cool. uh, this. Who am I? No commander. For sure. Really. I think. It's... And and for me, it's gonna go in my Gadrak deck and my Kethis uh, deck because they both run a bunch of treasures. Yeah, Gadrak. Man, I really so I was looking at that for built getting this deck ready. Mm-hmm. Uh just starting to note what cards I want. I'm getting Gadrek, but man, I really wish it was whenever creatures went at the beginning or at the end yeah. step, everybody's it sucks that it's only on your turn because yeah. it's just like it makes it really handcuffed because I think that card could be so much better if it was everybody's turn. But anyways. All right, I next mean, it's card, Lara. Five four flyer for three. For three. Know. Yeah. All right, uh, Maja, uh, Britagard, Protector. What about your mother? Two colorless green, white, white. Two, three, human warrior. Other creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Oh, this is uncommon as well. And then landfall, create a one, one, white, human warrior creature token. 99. Yeah, right? I mean. You could do a landfall deck, but really you're, then you're just making. Honestly, it's probably too much for a landfall deck as well it's probably not bad it's fine 99 99 problems but a bitch ain't one all right more more it more it Enter the battlefield as a copy of a permanent you control, except it's legendary and snow in addition to its other types. And if it's a creature, it enters with two additional 1-1 counters on it and has changeling. And it's a cool card. Seems cool. Yeah, maybe a little expensive, but... It's an uncommon. uh, 99. And it's uncommon. You think a 99 more so? Yeah, I mean, if you built this commander-wise, it feels like it's just a like a a good stuff deck yeah that's a good point this was the card i was more thinking yeah 99 for sure i agree with you 99 problems but a bitch ain't one uh narf the betrayer (laughs) king what i just like how you said it i don't know why it made me laugh narf (laughs) no it's uh Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. He said, yeah, no. I, I got okay. Narfi. <laughs> Three colorless blue and a black. Uh, other snow and stop laughing. <laughs> uh, I, I want to make a proxy of this with <laughs> from Pinky in the Brain. Other snow Narf. and where, where does the Narf part come in? Where, 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 is it what they say? I forget. I, I think that's, uh. I don't even remember why. He said something like that. I think it was just like acknowledgement, like, okay, maybe. Oh, it's from Pinky, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Pinky's the one that idiot. says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Narfy. Uh, other snow and zombie creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and then you can pay three snow, return uh, Narfy, Betrayal King, <laughs> to the graveyard and the battlefield tapped. So, eh. Yeah. It's not my zombie tribal. It's not it's ninety nine, I guess. 
if you want to. If you're in a zombie deck, a black and blue zombie deck, it's in there. plenty of like Anthem effects at much cheaper. It just... Yeah. So if you can like, if you have run maybe some type of discard in the deck so that you can pay just three snow to bring it back. Uh, uh, are we just going to go garbage on this one? Probably. I mean, it goes in zombie tribal, but does yeah, it? We're, we haven't done, a, we haven't done enough of these. Mud garbage! That, that, oh, yeah. Uh, showcase art looks crazy cool. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Yep. All right. Orvar, the all form. Three and a blue, it's a shapeshifter, another changeling. Uh, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, if it targets, oh, and this is a 3-3, three, three, if it targets one or more other permanents you control, create a token that's a copy of one of those permanents. When a spell or ability an opponent controls causes you to discard a card, create a token that's a copy of target permanent. That part's like secondary. It's that first part that's yeah pretty, pretty sweet. Whenever you cast an instant sorcery spell, if it targets one or more other permanents you control, create a token. That's a copy of one of those permanents. So if it's hitting all of them, you have to choose one. Uh, if you're just targeting one, this this could get kind of crazy. I I so it has think to target a, for sure. Yeah. It you know you can't be targeting your you can be targeting your commander if you want like an ETB effect. Um, cause I was like, oh, this would go really well in my Calamax deck, but not really because Calamax being a legend would just instant die, you know, state-based actions. And so I don't know where I would put this other than, I think it's a, I think it's a commander. I think you base it around that good stuff and commander stuff. Spell slinging. Yeah, target your stuff, making multiples of really crazy stuff. Target your Consecrated Sphinx, draw more cards, do things. I think this is pretty sweet. I mean, when you say it it like that, yeah, I would love to copy Consecrated Sphinx. Sign me up. That's a good one. (laughs) You got me. I am sold. (laughs) All right, next one, Lyle. Redane, God of the Worthy. Uh, two colorless and a white. There's a flip one. Uh, flying, Vigilance, Snowlands, your opponent's control, enter the battlefield tapped. Non-creature spells your Ooh. opponent's cast with converted mana cost four or greater cost two more to cast. Ooh. Um, and then the back side of it uh, is three oh, colorless man. white. Hey, now you distracted me. It's an artifact. <laughs> if a source an opponent controls would deal damage to you or a permanent you control, prevent one of that damage. Whenever you or another permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability, an opponent controls counter that spell or ability unless its controller pays one. <laughs> Can this card just be called like, Hinder the fuck out of you in every way possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just every single part of this ability, every the front and the back side. They're like, well, this is probably why they did uh, flip cards in general. They're like, well, we want this card <laughs> to do all this shitty stuff to a person, but we're gonna make it two cards. So one side does one and one does the other. Because <laughs> that seems the only part that isn't shitty is it's flying and vigilance. Everything else is like fuck with your opponents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a two three for three flying vigilance. Snowlands come into play tapped, and then Wraths, Planeswalkers, you know, and it costs two more. If so it's, I don't know, it's... Source an opponent. I feel like it's a really good 99. Prevent like, one of that damage. It should go in a lot of white decks. If your yeah. meta is playing Snowlands, it hinders people that way. 
the non-creature spells your opponents cast, that's going to be in a lot of games, most games. Yeah. Yep. Cost two more. So um, it's like a bad pre- preventing damage in yeah. that regard, but it's more aggressive. And if you're you want to protect yourself a little bit or your stuff a little better, you can f- do the flip side. I don't think you want this as your commander, but I definitely like it as a 99 yeah. in a lot of white yeah, decks. Yeah, I agree with that. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Sarolf. It's like Realm almost eater. a wolf. Sarolf. Uh, Realm Eater. Yeah, like Lau said, one black and green for a wolf. Uh, wish it had white because then it could go in my Tulsimir deck, mm. but nope. Whenever a permanent an opponent controls is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, put a 1-1 counter on it. At the beginning of your upkeep, if it has one or more counters on it, you may remove all of them. If you do exile each other non-land permanent with converted mana costs less than or equal to the number of counters removed this way. What? Kind of a board wipe. Yeah. I'd, For everything. Um, 99. 99. Sure. Or is it, or is it garbage? Uh, I probably am not interested in it. I'm not either, but... I could see black and green decks putting it in there as a removal. They maybe. they have this form with a lot more control, like so. I don't know if I would want to do this, but I guess it's a choice to remove it, right? Yeah, but you have to remove At the all the counters yeah. if you can't just remove one. You may remove, so it could just get really big. That's that's good enough in itself, right? Like every time a right. permanent yeah. goes to the graveyard, it just. It just it's the big. thing that sucks is it doesn't fit in your wolf decks necessarily. I wish Tulsimir would have sure. added a black, sure. but um, I, I, I'm fine with it going to garbage. If but I think I've got to work sure. at it. I wouldn't want to put it in the 99. Like you could probably build around this, like give it regenerate or indestructible, wrath the board, make it huge attack. Um, yeah, but it's exile. What? So you can't, you'd remove it as well. Exile each other non-land permanent with convert. Uh, so not it. So it would stay other. on the field. Okay. Every, but everything else would be exiled. Oh. Well, I'm just saying don't even remove the 1-1 one, one counters. It's just. Right, right. Just wrath, keep getting them bigger. Huge hit. Yeah. 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 God. My God. <laughs> All right. Is this one me? I think it's uh, Sigrid, yeah, God-favored, colorless white-white, Flash, 2-2, two, two, Human Warrior. It has first strike, protection from God creatures. When Sigrid enters the battlefield, exile up to one target attacking or blocking creature until Sigrid leaves the battlefield. Um, 99? Yeah. The God protection from... 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Protection from God creatures is... I guess it fits in this, but no, commander, we're not going to see no. that a crap ton. But the uh, exiling an attacking or blocking is interesting. But it's just like 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. So, and then it comes back. Do you, do you play this or you just play a removal yeah. spell garbage. instead of this? <laughs> yeah. My garbage! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next uh, one's cool. Savella, Ice Shaper. Uh, one red green for a troll warrior. Ooh, is this? What did I say? It's oh, just, you're just yeah. saying that. I'm helping two, for four. some reason. 
Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, that thank you. It's a troll warrior. It's you know those keyboard warriors behind their computer <laughs> desk and saying all that. Anyways, legendary snow creature. Uh, it is three and tap it for to create a colorless snow artifact token named icy manolith with tap to add one mana of any color. You can tap six green and a red. Tap to look at the top four cards of your library. You may cast a spell from among them without paying its mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. This seems fun. I think this could be. Yeah. This could definitely be a commander. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a fun card. I think it's cool. Um, creating manoliths seems solid. Yeah. Yeah. Get, you don't have enough. I mean, you build this. Do you even put mono rocks in your deck if it's like, your commander? Yeah, I mean, this is three. It comes out your next turn. You make a mono rock. You drop a land. You just keep building yeah. you know and it's and this is you have to work really hard to make this broken because the tap ability happens um yeah. and that's eight so i i like it yeah i think it's definitely a commander who though. am i no commander yeah i think it's i think that's a fun one that could be an interesting deck to build you've done a lot of those green red red ones right right <laughs> ruby rue <laughs> zoinks <laughs> all right i think you're on this uh, one this, yeah, this card's this insane <laughs> with a question it's mark really <laughs> all right who put a question mark on the teleprompter <laughs> you know lario read anything uh, insane turgrid god of fright three colorless black black um menace it's a four or five god whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent or discards a permanent card you may put that card from the graveyard into the battlefield under your control. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is, it that betrays is a fifteen dollar card yep. for eleven or twelve mana, <laughs> and this is for five. That's four or five and it's, menace. Uh, also adds from discarding. Yeah, and the upside. Yeah. Like why the upside? And then there's a backside to it. I don't even. I haven't read this yet. Uh, three colorless and a black. I can't get past the front part. Uh, it's an artifact. You can tap it. Target player loses three life unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card. And then you can untap pay it. Pay four to untap it. Three colors on a black. Untap it. So this is totally going in my uh, whatchamacallit. Not the Euro, the other guy. What's his name? Kroxa? Kroxa yeah. deck. Yeah. Because if people discard and it's a permanent, hey, I get it. Jesus. <laughs> And this any permit, yeah, this is, is pretty crazy. It doesn't say non-land. It says you put that card from your graveyard into the battlefield under your control. Uh, yeah, this is. It just can't be a token. It has to hit love, the graveyard or like love see it. This. Yep, this no, is pretty this sweet. Um, I I like it better in the ninety nine, but I definitely can see you build around it. You know, so I think it gets as high yeah, as a commander. I mean, best card in set. So far, it feels like I wouldn't go that far. Me? Who am I? No, oh, come on. Next one's pretty you think good best too. card in the oh, set. No, we'll, to, we'll figure that out next week. <laughs> Foreshadowing <laughs> Torolf, God of Fury, and Torolf's hammer on the backside. Two and two red for legendary creature god. Five four. Trample. Whenever a creature or planeswalker an opponent controls is dealt excess non combat damage, back shadowing. <laughs> we told you about that. Torolf deals damage equal to the excess 
to any target other than that permanent. So those uh what Blasphemous the, um, Act got really Blasphemous good. Act now, you know really goes crazy. <laughs> um the hammer, Torolf's hammer, one in a red. It's a legendary equipment. Equip creature has tap one one and one red, tap it, unattach it, it deals three damage to any target. Uh, then return it to owner's hand, the Torolf's hammer to hit the hand. God, I'm reading it all fucking weird. Thank God I'm not <laughs> paying attention. Equip <laughs> creature gets three plus so Because I'm reading, instead of reading the card, I'm reading the text that uh, yeah, Card Kingdom yep. has. So I normally would read the equip cost. Uh, but equip creature gets three plus soul as long as it's legendary. And then to equip it, it's one and one red. I don't think I'd ever play the hammer part. I think I'd always have the front part going out. And it there's I think this would be a really fun yeah. commander. Oh wow, it's red, just single red. It might go in my my Maybe dwarf. Maybe you should deck. just Maybe build just... this other mono red. <laughs> I don't know why you like red so much. Um, Green's my favorite, but for some reason I've been attracted to these red cards because I think they're trying to make red better. Yeah. And we're getting a lot of good red stuff. For me, this is in the 99, but yeah, I can totally see commander as well. So I would, I would put this in my Nath deck as AJ kind of pointed out. Um, uh, I think this goes in Torbrand because Torbrand adds the two on. So when you redirect that to another creature that adds on two more. And then if there's any access, you do it two more, two more. And it just can like fire emancipation in there. It, it can go really crazy. So yep. it's a, uh, it's so a sweet, I think we'll see card. this more in the, the 99. I, I we're just talking standard now. So. Yeah. All right. The next one is our squirrel. Toski bearer of secrets, three colorless and a green. Uh, it's a one, one. This spell can't be countered. It is. That's the second time that it, there are cards that can't be countered. Are they having counterspells in this set <laughs> or coming? I'm just they just afraid. know that we, the, the green, we don't like yeah, counterspells. It's, it's appropriate. just kind of a thing. Uh, it is indestructible. It does have to attack each combat if able. And whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. I love what? this card. Yeah, it's amazing. If you have a deck that has attacking creatures <laughs> and lots of yeah. creatures that are green, uh, this goes in it. This probably, is... I feel like this is in a Mercy deck, you know. Yeah, real aggressive. Is, uh... But it's just yeah, every creature. So it's very similar to the uh, Oran Frostfang. Yeah, that we just talked about yeah. a little bit. Back shadow. And so yeah, it's. Uh, uh, it's but I think this is a ninety-nine, though. Don't you think so? I don't think you're one. I this think this is officially the only legendary squirrel. So uh, I think you got to go could, squirrel yeah. twi- tribal with this. Uh, I mean, right. 99. That's what I'm Who playing. Who am I? No commander. Yeah, but I, I could see playing that in all sorts of decks. Like, I think it's going to see it's... Yeah, I like, would w- I When would we look that, a year down the decks. road at EDH Rec, that it's going to be in more non-commander decks than... De- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be in more decks as a 99 than over a commander. Sure, sure. yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, shit. This has a lot, a lot of stuff to it. All right. <clears throat> Valky, God of Lies, and Tabalt, Cosmic Imposter on the backside. So we have our Planeswalker on the backside. One and one black. It is a 2-1 god. Are you a god? When Valky enters the battlefield, each opponent reveals their hand. 
For each opponent, exile a creature card they revealed this way until Valky leaves the battlefield. Tap X, choose a creature card exiled with Valky. With convert a monocost X, it becomes a copy of that card. Backside, to Bolt, it enters, well, it's five and a black and a red. It enters with five loyalty. Uh, as it enters the battlefield, you get the emblem. Right away, you get an emblem that just states this. You may play cards exiled with Tabalt, Cosmic Imposter, and spend mana as though it were any mana of any color to cast those spells. Plus two, exile the top card of each player's library. Minus three, exile target artifact or creature. Minus eight, exile all cards from all graveyards. Add three mana, three red. <clears throat> all right, Tabalt is looking kind of sweet. Very high casting cost. But so it's pretty damn sweet. the chatter that I saw on Twitter, and it looks like this checks out, is you can cascade into Valky and free cast to Bolt. Flip it on that. So they're letting you choose Which, as it's yep. cascading into stuff and flip. I have, I did actually hear yeah, something so about you, that too. So if you have something like that's, going to cascade into something that is two which this is on the front side and that's what you would cascade into and then they are allowing you to cast either side of the card when you are casting it god that you know what that feels like it feels yeah. like the split cards yeah. and how they change the rules on those yeah and so i feel like this is going to get broken and then they're going to come back and be like Actually, it's the converted total, so it's not only seven; it's nine. Is the total converted? That seems harder to pull off. But um, is what are you thinking for this? I think it could be commander. I'm just looking at the front side. Enters the battlefield. Each opponent reveals their hand. You're taking out something, and then you can turn it into that. And then if you really want to, you can flip it and do the other side of it. Yeah. I like this as a commander, two-color commander. Okay. Are yeah. you more leaning towards 99? Um, gab it, no. Um, no. <laughs> it's it's kind of a nice thieving style deck. So yeah, I think you could I think you could play around with this commander. Who am I? No commander. All right, uh, Varagoth, what do we got? Blood Sky Sire. It is a two colorless and a black for a two three demon rogue death touch. It has boast for a colorless and a black. And then target player searches their library for a card, then shuffles their library and puts that card on top of it. What? Yeah, that's pretty so sick. So you can force anybody. It's not a May. They have to go search for something and put it on top of their library. But I mean, just for you. Oh, Go yeah. Go search for anything. Absolutely. It's an amazing tutor. But you can force this other is... people. What was? What did we just get from Mono Black? The uh, opposition agent. Oh uh, yeah. Or you, uh, you just have your Obnixilus uh, out and have Larry kill himself. By making him go search. You could do that too as when well. he shouldn't be searching. Well, okay, so opposition <laughs> agent, unless you really need to see like their hand or stuff that you can't see, like it's better just to probably just go get the card you want from your deck. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> I think you're working too hard if that's the case. I, I think I think this one fits best as a 99. Yeah, one. I think as this as a commander, your deck would be like too consistent. 
potentially yeah. like and then people are just like okay we gotta fucking kill this thing yeah so 99 pounds but a bitch ain't one i think as a utility i think i'd, I'd like using it a lot more yep all right, Vega the Watcher. One white and a blue for a bird spirit. Two, two flying. Whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, draw a card. I really like this card. I don't know why. I think so, I just really like owls. I like it as a. Yeah, I like it as a 99. Because then when you cast your commander, you get to draw. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> um, so, like, flashback. Uh, works with this madness works with this cascading works with this yeah that's, um, a good I, point. that's like i said i liked it so i'm kind of like i've been trying to go like where am i not casting cards from my hand um so like the decks that i've thought of is probably is just utility and i didn't even think about the commander i think that's kind of a cool idea too um so it's it's probably commander or in a flashback deck like Savine or something. I'll give you it. Who am I? Did you want to do garbage? No commander. It's probably no, bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, it has to fit in a certain deck. So I think commander is probably your best bet because you're going to be building around that. But then it's just drawing cards. What do you go? What is the synergy? What are you trying to do to win this game? Is this just built on birds Random. and spirits? random yeah random abilities flashback you cascade. get to read the best card in you this think set. it's the best That's card of what this? the next this is probably the best card it's in a pretty set. sweet card i agree yeah and i almost thought it was a fake hey, we card. can't pick it next week yeah i know <laughs> we all did uh, vorinclex what phyrexian praetor he's a monstrous raider it's four colorless green green wait what did you, you i was all over the place <laughs> You said Vorinclex, <laughs> Phyrexian, Praetor. You like read the old one, no, didn't you? No, that's the, the Vorin creature type. That's Voice of Hunger. Oh, okay. oh, God. I was like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, no, it's totally monstrous, Raider. What is... <laughs> You're bad at reading, Lowry. <laughs> yeah. I was... I'm just going to jump randomly throughout the paragraph and just start no, reading things. It was, that's his, like... <laughs> Uh, nickname like where the it's in the quotations parentheses like gotcha. his name is Vorinclex. Hey guys, Phyrexian Praetor. Vorinclex, legendary creature. Six six Praetor. Haste. <laughs> if you would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, put twice that many of each of those kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead. Second paragraph. If an opponent would put one or more counters. On a permanent or player, they, they put half that many on each of those kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead. Rounded down. So this is a Crazy. doubling season this... and a, a halfing season. Minusing season. <laughs> Minusing or halfing season. I like it. Think of this with that, uh, that death touch poison counter guy. Why? Because the Death Touch does four poison counters instead of just two. Yeah, okay. Because it also puts twice that, that many uh, on a permanent or player, so they get four. This card's Too bad he doesn't have crazy. Death Touch. This card is crazy good. It's because, okay, so is it the same so you're application still... for activating, yeah, probably Planeswalkers? So you don't planes double. Walkers. 
when you activate, but when but they, they come into play, they double. But they get it. Yep. So yeah, this so is mono sweet. green like that might be a spec target is look for bonkers mono green uh, planeswalkers to go into the stack. Yeah. So I guess I would the fact that it's legendary man. Uh, you're gonna see this more as a 99, but I can definitely see it as a commander. I mean, tokens are so relevant, or like counters are. Mm -hmm. So, Commander? Uh, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Who am I? No, Commander. But it's going to fit in so many other yeah. decks. I think 99, it could yeah, be... Yeah, I think it's similar I to the original Praetor cycle of, like, they're all really good commanders and mm -hmm. utility cards inside decks. And so you'll probably see it more in the 99, like you're saying. Who am I? No commander. 99. You got me! And there was a lot of cards. Yeah. Holy crap. I'm thinking that's all of them. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a lot of commanders. I'm surprised because I thought after we did Commander Legends, we wouldn't have as many, but this <laughs> was a lot. All right, let's jump right into our final segment. One. Spec. To rule them all. All right, we are running really long, so let's get this going quick. started. Yep, uh, Lowry, why don't you start? Okay, well, we are doing one spec, and what we are doing is going through all of these sets, picking one card out of the set that we think you can put all your marbles in on and come away a winner a year, six months, two years, wherever, down the road. We think that at some point it's going to get to a certain point, and you can cash out and cash those tickets. So... Lowry, we are doing Guilds of Ravnica. What was your one spec out of this set that you wanted to put all your marbles in? Well, I'm going to stick with my guns from two years ago. I'm going to say Doom Whisperer. You can, you can pick <laughs> yeah. up non-foils for it's like gonna get three there. or $4. <laughs> Foils um, for the pack promo and pack, they're, they're sitting around $10. <sighs> I don't know. I love yeah. the card. No, I... I do too. And, so and this, this is probably one of those where I should one just of our give up. Worst. This is one of our worst specs we've ever had. I think. I think this. Do you think this is probably our worst spec? I mean, besides me doing the when you bought, um, when when we bought in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think it's a, a amazing card. I still don't get why it went down. <laughs> well, I guess I get it. People don't use it as much as we thought people would. <laughs> But we bought in. I was looking back at my my spreadsheet. I bought in at thirty bucks for non foil or for foils, and eleven bucks for non foils. Fast forward to now, three years later, the foils, like Larry said, you can get between seven and ten. Because I just picked up two. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> this I'm is buying it. foils again. When I bought them for thirty, and now I'm buying for this seven. Is a great like, deal. Just, I feel like I'm winning already. <laughs> Already getting still money. holding those but uh, the thing is is this is in uh, what is it 6500 edh rec decks the price is what else did we talk about there when we talked about it at the time there was only one foil printing they now have two but they don't have a pre-release it only has the pack foils and now the the little planeswalker promo foils yeah i i really like this card and it has been creeping up I will say that you could have got these foils for four bucks. 
Well, back I in was June. playing my Obeka deck and it's in there. And I dropped it in the only game it's played and everybody went whoop. And then they went after it and me. So <laughs> I died. <clears throat> <laughs> so, but it's, it's a good but card. It's, it's nice. Yeah. The the other interesting part to it is it's played in a crap ton of historic decks. Um, surprisingly, not as much as I would think for Commander, but it's like it's in a Euro the Euro deck or whatever. So I, I don't know. It's it's gone up crazy in the last six months. It's doubled, if not tripled, in price for the foils. Okay, yeah. And what are you thinking, foils or the? Um, yeah, I, I mean, foils? probably I'd prefer the lower buy-in of like three to four dollars because I can see that getting to like six to eight. Um, yeah. and if that doesn't happen, then um, foils will go up quite a bit too. But I think for my blood and being burned at this point with it, I'd rather just go with the <laughs> cheaper version. If I think I don't think I have any foils, so I'd probably pick up one or two just for the my personal collection. That's what I did. I mean, even though I have the foils from before, I bought two of the Planeswalker foils. And that's I like the I like the little Planeswalker stamp. I know we talked mm-hmm. about it last week, but I dig that Planeswalker stamp and I'm kind of liking that those are the ones that are cheaper for foil stuff. Yeah, where do you think this gets up to then? Foil or non-foil? You said non-foil, probably six, eight yeah, bucks. Yeah, I can see six, eight bucks foil? for non-foil. Foils. Um, Please say over 30. I don't, I don't think so <laughs> on that one, bud. Um, but I can see Son 20. Son of a bitch. I can see yeah. 20 if it takes off a bit more. Like 6,000 is like yeah. on the low end of potential uh, to be in decks. But... Um, like I think it's really good. If it gets utility, to twenty, really I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna take a hit. It gets I'm gonna yeah. take the hit and just go, fuck it, I'm selling those. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can I'm see. I'm good that. at finance. I, mean, I only lose ten dollars a card on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I don't see this card being printed if ever. I mean it probably will, but it's surveil. Yeah. When are we gonna see surveil again? And much that like I don't know if anything, maybe a commander set, but why surveil surveil is interesting. It works well to put stuff into your graveyard. It works in those kind of decks. So I don't know. I think it just needs somebody to break it or have a sweet deck or command zone, play it. And then yeah, it'll go that's up. That's what we need to do is call up our friends at command zone and then have them play it <laughs> yeah. to get, to, so you know. that you can unload them for 30 bucks a piece in the foil. <laughs> You're right. Thanks guys. Thank <laughs> Uh, all right um so mine is one that we talked about recently when we did the rotating cards i think we talked about beast or doom whisper as well i'm talking about beast whisper so a bunch of whispers whispering whisper (laughs) so beast whisper the uh and i'm more focused on the media promo foils those have like the five magic symbols you know the swamp whatever all that stuff I love the way that those look and I will be honest and I bought quite a few of these 20 of them back when we did the rotating stuff. Uh, but now I think the inventory has been drying up a bit cause I just looked on TCG and there is only 37 listings for the media foils. You can also go for the planeswalker foils. Those are at two bucks as well. 
those are there's only 17 copies and then your regular pack foils are 35 so there isn't a ton that's out there i think with the amount of decks this is in 29,000 edh rec decks i think this could easily get over ten dollars for the foils hmm. uh, it's for, for something that came out what two three years yeah, ago what two. is that two years ago for 29,000 decks, it's kind of crazy. And it, they you can tell they like this card because they actually printed it already in Commander 2020, yeah. uh, but it got caught the non-foil reprint. I think the, the only worry I have with <clears throat> both of our cards, in fact, is this was before they started doing full arts. And if they decide to print these again in something, I could see Be- Beast Whisperer getting caught in a reprint with a full art. Maybe not necessarily Doom Whisper, but I can definitely see Beast Whisper getting a, getting that at some point. I don't know if that's soon because they just reprinted it in Commander 2020. That's a lot of printings in a two-year span, and that's why I think that these will get to 10 before we catch that reprint. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, with, I think there is that chance of reprint, so going some type of special Beast Whisper is much more important. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our almost, if not more, than two-hour episode. Thank you for <laughs> sticking with us. <laughs> All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Stay up.